Welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hartley. This podcast exists to inspire and encourage your heart-centered leadership. Each week, I share interviews with some of the greatest heart-centered leaders in the world. And I hope that our time spent together helps you leave a heart print where those around you are left better than yesterday. Please visit abty.co.uk if you would like us in your corner. These interview sessions are brought to you by Matt Media Online Marketing, an independent agency who specialize in content marketing, helping business owners get their message seen by the right audience. If you want to get your business seen through the power of social media, head to mattmedia.online. On episode 232, I am joined by Pavel Stuschlik. Pavel is the founder of the Noah Aon movement. His mission is to bring people back to their center in union with others through his movement, the Noah Aon movement. This movement was born after spending 10 days in complete darkness in Southeast Asia, which was one of the most difficult and transformative moments that Pavel has experienced. And you're going to hear all about that in the upcoming episode. As a conscious DJ and producer, Pavel is leading global biohacking retreats, workshops and immersive experiences and spreading love through the curating of immersive transformational shows and events all across the world. Pavel has been super gracious and he has given a free bonus system reset which you can listen to and experience at the very end of this conversation. So be sure to stick around, be sure to give that a go and here we go, episode 232 with Pavel Stuschlik. Pavel, welcome to the Always Best in Yesterday podcast. How are you, brother? I'm amazing. So glad to be here. And thank oh, you so much. For- great to see you. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I remember I was in the Health Optimization Summit 2022, so last year, and I'm walking around the Business Design Center and I'm looking over this balcony at this breathwork session that's happening. And like, there's this guy at the front, he's got his laptop, he's got some music and he's taking some people for I'm like, wow, what is this? Like, what is going on? And, and that was you. And, and uh, <laughs> so that, now that we're here having this conversation, man, like uh, that was sweet. I, I didn't get to partake in that session, but just know that I was observing. I was like, that was sweet, man. I would love to have been part of that. Yes, that's awesome. And, you know, we literally just did it two weeks ago. We were back yeah. there and uh, did another one. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's called System Reset, which which is uh, one of those signature experiences we, we curate. And um, it takes people on breath, dance, meditation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I call it the BDM uh, because I had yeah. enough of EDM. <laughs> so now <laughs> yeah. it's time to bring the consciousness back to <laughs> our life. But it's it's such a like, one of the things I say about um you know this conscious journey this heart center journey one of the things I say is it's got to be experienced you know so much of this is beyond the intellect you have to have a an experience that then makes the transformation possible and I imagine this this BDM is a whole level of experience like where did you even start to bring this kind of recipe of experience together. Mm-hmm. Well, you you nailed it. So, you know, I've been on this journey through self-transformation uh, for many years, and I think everybody is at some level or another. Now the question is, you know, are we aware of it, conscious of it, or do we just let the life um, pass by and give all the power out to the external? Now, in this journey, you know, I wanted to bring the power back to the internal, and um, that happened through breath. Uh, that was one of the big 
you know, awakening moments. But primarily, so if I like uh, do a high level to a short, uh, you know, story. So I spent about 15 years of intense traveling the world in a search of what is truth, what is love, what is life, what is our society keep on putting into our, you know, heads uh, to see ourselves as, you know, something that we might not even want to uh, agree to. And so it took me on this quest of out of comfort zone. And uh, basically, you know, I committed myself, even when I was in a busy entrepreneur lifestyle, that I'm going to keep on defining uh, my purpose and redefining my why. And uh, it happened through, you know, all of these different experiences from uh, spending time with the samurais in Japan to uh, being with the psychics in Brazil. And uh, it wasn't really until I spent 10 days in dark room uh, in Thailand where I, uh, you know, had no food, no light, uh, all just deep meditation, deep source, that I had the wake up light come on <laughs> in my life. Mm. And uh, essentially, you know, after seven days uh, of this, I just start crying and, uh, and purging and um, becoming one with everything. And no matter, you know, what we call this, uh, maybe it was a state of like nirvana, you know, bliss. And basically... It just was so clear for me. I've been doing all of these, you know, crazy things for a reason. And um, if I think that I will just keep it for myself and be on this journey on my own, then um, I'm not doing enough. I wanted to live life in a service and I wanted to share this with others. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my gifts is to make things simple, make them fun and find those recipes, you know, putting them together. And that's really, it's a blend of 15 years that led me on journey to define, you know, balance, define happiness. And so that's where we are today. Friends, thank you for being here so far. I just want to have a heart-to-heart moment with the men. Men, are you tired of going it alone? Do you want to connect with other men who have been there, who have gone before you? Then Akira is the group for you. We know that as men, we're supposed to have it all figured out. But the truth is none of us have all the answers. Well, that's where Akira comes in. Our group of successful men is here to provide you with the support, guidance and advice that you need to achieve your goals. We don't just talk the talk, we walk the walk. Our members have been through the ups and downs of life and we've come out the other side wiser and stronger. We want to share our knowledge and experience with you so that you can avoid the pitfalls and reach your potential. Akira is our brotherhood. A place where men can be vulnerable, share their struggles and celebrate their victories. We meet regularly to discuss the issues that matter most to us. From career, finances, relationships and personal growth. And we do it all in a safe and confidential environment. So if you're ready to level up in life and become the best version of you. The best version of you for yourself and those you lead then consider joining Akira today. You can find out all the information that you need at abty.co.uk forward slash Akira. The link's in the show notes. We're waiting for you, brother. Yeah, I'd love to know a bit more about the system reset, maybe some of the science behind it, but you, I want to pick up on the thing you said. You went into a darkness retreat for 10 days, is that correct? Now, I understand that you've been back three more times since the first time you did it, so you've done it in total four times. Earlier this year, I did a five-day water-only fast. And, you know, that was, for me, a um, 
it wasn't more of a mental challenge, but it was a spiritual challenge for me. It was being, being learning how to surrender and depend on something greater than myself. So I used it as a spiritual thing. But I think now, if I was to go back through another five-day fast, my body and my mind would have some degree of apprehension, almost like I know what's coming. And yet you've put yourself back in this 10-day thing three more times. Like, What's it like going back? Like, Because you've done it the first time. You know some of the pain and some of the struggles and suffering you're going to put yourself through. And like to go back through it again, like, tell us about that. Well, so it's become my yearly reset, you know? So what I've noticed in life is we have to unhook from everything before we find everything. And so in the constant way of life, you know, we're on the phone, we're on a computer, we constantly just go from one meeting to another. And uh, as soon as there is a moment of silence, you know, we turn on TV or we go and figure out a way of, of doing uh, all the time. Now, I was so far out from the doing, uh, being an entrepreneur and opening Orange Theory Fitness locations all over the uh, United States, that I was like, all I wanted to do was, here's my cell phone, take it away and let me like find peace because I was just so not in peace. And so walked in there, right, to do this. And it was so much more profound than just, you know, receiving peace it for the first time allowed me to touch myself for who I am, not for who I am not. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I had this clarity of, you know, this, this biofeedback or living feedback of who I was in the past, mm -hmm. you know, 25 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, who did I hurt and what situations I would change. And we never allow ourselves for time to just, you know, pause and figure out, like, are we on the right track? And um, most of us just live this life of somebody else's that is an accumulation of all the thoughts, all the emotions, all the actions, and don't realize that maybe that's not who we are and maybe that's not how we want to live. And so the reason why I keep on coming back is because I want to go back, revisit my year. I want to see what have I done right? What do I need to improve? And also tune into the infinite uh, source because the source is too silent if we're being too noisy. Mm. And so everything is about frequency, right? It's I look at life and our frequency as a keynote on a piano. And you can, you know, be on the high note or you can be on the low note. And let's say that the low note is fear, pain, anxiety, uh, suffering. And then the high note is love, joy, passion. And when we resonate in love, joy, passion, we are so much closer to why we're here. Mm. And so for me, I always go back to that revisit, that reset. Yeah. Well, hats off to you, my friend, because it is <laughs> it is courageous. And, and you know, I really resonate with the, the high frequency, low frequency uh, understanding of, of energetics. And there's a there's a phrase in our culture that says that we fall in love. And, and, and I've come to really choose to see it differently that says we fall from love that so much of our society in the the things that we're subject to with our stories our narratives and the fear from the media that causes us, us to fall from our true nature which is that frequency of love and 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 i love what you said because sometimes we have to then learn who we are not to then release that to let that go and, and so much of the characteristics of who we've been led to believe that we are isn't let's say the the most loving version of that and, and so so many so many people on this adult life 
as, as we journey through transformation. The paradox is that not additional, not adding, but actually subtracting is taking away that which isn't us, that doesn't serve, that isn't for our highest good. Is that something you resonate with? Well, you know, it taught me that in this journey, there are basically four steps that we keep on repeating and reliving. And, uh, and again, we can be unconscious of it or we can be conscious and actually start targeting each aspect of our life as almost if it's its own uh, software or app. So if you have an iPhone or whatever phone you're using, you have a certain amount of apps in the software that you're using that either work for you or work against you. <laughs> and in an iPhone, what you do is you hold the app and you exit out of it or you delete it when you no longer have the use for it. But in our real life, we overload ourselves with apps that don't work for us. And whatever it's a mental patterns, whatever it's our physical um, addictions, whatever it's our emotional dramas. And then we have all of these apps open all the time. Now, in order for us to realize that, you know, we maybe need to change these apps, we have to connect to the internet. So just like yeah. the cell phone connects yeah. to the internet, we connect to the internet through silence and shifting the frequencies into that slow, you know, beingness. Now, these four steps that I've learned is very simple. So it's number one is the wake up phase, which is the awakening where you realize that something is not working. You know, it's the awareness phase. After you bring up things or cycles or apps that don't work for you, you delete them. So you do cleanup. So when you clean up, you maybe detox your physical body or you let go of, you know, emotional trauma or you stop saying that I'm not good enough because it's mm -hmm. obviously not serving you. <laughs> mm. Now, when you clean up, when you create space and you open up yourself to more, then there is this phase called power up, which is you bring the new stuff in, the new relationships, the new education, the new, you know, thoughts that I am good enough, I am strong and I can do this. And then the fourth stage is rest up uh, and repeat that cycle. And when I say rest up, you got to pause. You got to unhook yourself. You got to take at least once a week time off of your computer, time off of everyone, you know, few times uh, or three to four times per month, do it a little bit longer. And then, you know, once a year, do it even longer. Maybe it's a 10 day, 14 day, however long you can afford in this life. But that process of unhooking allows you to rethink those cycles mm -hmm. so you can shine the light where it hasn't been shined to and then, you know, move with this conscious uh, state of awareness through every cycle of your life. Hey, my friends, I hope you're enjoying the conversation with Pavel. If you are enjoying the conversation and want to try out some of his stuff, Pavel has been super gracious and offering this community, the ABTY community, free on-demand access to his library for 30 days. Simply head to the show notes, you'll find the link there, you'll get free access to his on-demand library for 30 days and he's also giving us 30% off his Waveguard products and his transformational courses with the code ABTY. There is no benefit here to me, this is all benefits put towards you, I don't get paid anything for sharing these things. The joy is mine by having a wonderful conversation and getting to share Pavel with you. The benefit is also added to you. Not only do you get to hear from Pavel, but you get free access to his on-demand library. You get 30% off his WaveGuard products and 30% off all his transformational courses, all because he is a kind and gracious human being. 
Simply head to the show notes, use the code ABTY to get those discounts and be sure to stick around to the end to experience the bonus system reset recording. But here we go. Back to the interview. Mm, yeah, and I've just come back from a, a holiday vacation with the family, seven days, phones away. You know, when you when you operate in an online space and you've got content going out, it's so easy to have your phone around, isn't it? And and, and having kids and realizing how quickly they grow up is such a it's such an accountability piece just to not miss that, like not to be spending your life on a phone. And uh, so I absolutely loved spending that time purely present with my family without the phone. And you're right, you know, the world doesn't fall down. The world doesn't crash because you're not on your phone for seven days. And it's learning how to uh, live like that's true. Like just knowing that it's okay just to put the thing away. You're not going to miss out on anything. Yeah, you know, I call it the 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 paradigm shift because uh, we live in this world of have, do, and be, meaning we have to have the right time, have the right resources, have the right partner before we take the right actions. And most of the time, we never become it. And so when you reverse this paradigm into be, do, and have, you become that greatest version ever held about yourself. You then take the right actions and steps, the podcast, the workshops, the education. And then you have the results as a natural state of being, as a natural state of life, where you start attracting things back because of the actions you've taken. Yeah, if I was to be conspiratorial, which is in my nature slightly, is to say that actually the Western world has hacked that formula very to their advantage and creates consumers of us by having us believe that we lack in some way and therefore we pursue things of this world we think we have to have more and do more in order to be more and we're constantly it's like the serpent in the garden constantly saying hey what you need is outside of you come and get more and it can't be further from the truth and a disservice to the truth of who we are I mean, psychology of marketing, like every major company understands this. Every major PR company understands this. Every major platform understands it. And that's the scary part. Like social media are literally designed to keep on having you want to have more. And uh, it's uh, it's really something that the process of unhooking is crucial. Because yeah. even if you unhook for a day out of your life, all of a sudden you realize who is this who is she who is he you know <laughs> and you start figuring out the gifts you actually have and yeah. also imagine the passions and the that that have been in the background of your head you know telling you i really want to create something or i really want to yeah. you know share this with someone or start a podcast but then it becomes the last thing that you ever do because having and doing is always first mm. I sometimes like laugh in ironic amusement like at who I am now because I know that a former version of me would have just been like, who is this guy? You know, long hair, he's got a braid in his hair, he's talking about Jesus and stuff like that. And I'd just be laughing like, who is this guy? Does, is there a, like, a professional cyclist within you that's looking at your life now going, how did he get there? Like, what, how does that make sense? I can't understand who that guy was. <laughs> I really, it's so, I like dissociate myself from, um, from, from that time because yeah. it's really weird. Like just think about it. Like I used to literally, you know, go from town to town to race bikes and, uh, and, you know, that was like everything that I had. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was, so um, that's the, 
Yeah, carry on. No, sorry. But that's the fun part about life yeah. too, right? It's so many people are scared to change and transform, yeah. but like, it's kind of like butterfly, right? Like we, we keep on, we keep on expanding and changing and shedding or, or, you know, or a, um, a snake skin, right? Like if we don't keep on shed the old skin, we're not going to know what the new part of us is. Mm. When, um, when the pandemic hit, I, I intuitively knew that, um, what was being sold to us wasn't necessarily for our greatest health um, and that we were capable of being our own healers. And I've been looking at this content of a guy called Wim Hof. And so I'd started to try his cold showers and started to do some of the breath work. And, and that for me was really a gateway to breath work, a gateway into realizing so much more was within me that I even realized like, where did, where did Wim Hof appear on your journey? So it was about seven years ago. I um, I was intrigued by uh, his, you know, Polish retreat, and um, mm-hmm. I booked myself to with my friend to to go and explore, um, you know, that that week long excursion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked in there, and I was sick. I had like I was over the uh, under the weather. I uh, I had like kidney pain. Like I really wasn't like feeling good at all. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of there healthy after seven days of brutal cold. And it was so mind altering that like that's possible. And also obviously the breath can take you so deep into these transcendent states mm-hmm. that I literally signed up for uh, becoming an instructor and uh, essentially, you know, spend a year learning the, the method and, you know, practicing the method. And so I literally back then I owned a yoga fitness meditation studio in, in Atlanta and I start, that's where we originally brought all the breath work at first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is back when literally nobody has done anything like this. Yeah, Everybody yeah. thought, what is this? This is weird. Like, yeah, what am I yeah. doing? I'm on ayahuasca while, while I'm, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a yoga studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you know what I love about your content? I see that you're, um, you're living this lifestyle and you're taking these kids, your kids of yours with you. And uh, it's such a gift because they get to experience just new possibilities. Like the way that you're leading your family, my friend, I just want to honor that. Like it's beautiful because like uh, you and your partner, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're, you're doing it. You're living and you're just, I don't think you'll ever realize the, the, the true impact that that's going to have, particularly on your children. And then all of the people that they go on to impact like that, that really kind of expands my heart and my mind is just to see what possibilities that that's going to create. And even just like little video when you're in the river, in the icy cold river with your kids, oh, man, it's just, that's like core memory stuff. Yeah, it's honestly, I'm so blessed and grateful, you know, all the time, because it's not easy, right? Like we literally bring them on a tour with event schedule and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, it's really, you know, tough sometimes to restore and, and regenerate, because if you're, you know, in front of so many people, and then you go straight home, and they're like, ready for you to, <laughs> you know, now, it's, <laughs> yeah. now it's my time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've really committed that you know, at least once a year, like during their summer break, you know, we'll take them, have them see this and feel this. And they also can make money with us. They, they set up all of the, you know, headphones and, and all of our, you know, props. And then they're so excited because they, they earn the fairy patch, <laughs> which we call yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, so. uh, let, let's loop back around to the system reset. Like what, um, 
like what goes on at the level of the body when when you're going through a system reset so let's just imagine i'm putting on your headphones tell me about the experience i'm having what am i hearing what are you guiding me through and, and what then happens to me physically so uh, every system reset starts before you even come so we actually ask people what's their why what's their transformation what is their gifts that they're going to be also bringing to this group and we study every single person quite in depth because we want to understand what is this uh, recipe for this particular group. Mm-hmm. Now, the system reset has its own flow, has its in stages, and it's it's you know programmed, but it always switches and changes based on the need uh, of the you know current group. Now, it always starts with something called instant presence, which, by the way, wherever you are, it's it's time to drop in. So, instant presence is is three things: it's um, breath. So if you are driving or whatever you might be, you always want to be aware of this slow, subtle inhale for about six and then slow, subtle exhale for about six. Now, breath is the number one gateway to life. Breath is what you're born with. Breath is what you die with. What you do in between the first breath and last breath determines the quality of your life. And if you can just simply start breathing in this shape or way, it's also amazing for longevity. There is a lot of science behind this, this breath. The second part is body awareness. So ask yourself, where am I? You know, most people are in their head, on their computer, on their phone, sometimes out of their body. So bringing the awareness is the second step. And when I say awareness, I'm talking about being aware of every pore of your skin. I like to imagine a bubbling champagne around you, like a, like a little bubbles and breathe in and out of this space, not just through your nose, but through every pore of your skin. Mm. Now, then you know you're you're relaxed, you're aware of your body, aware of your breath. And then the third part is stillness and silence underneath the noise. So if you can observe that, no matter if you're in the busiest, uh, you know, Hyde Park straight up in the middle of the, the busiest day, you can still find breath, body awareness and silence and stillness beneath the sound. Mm -hmm. So it always starts with that. Then we move into a group coherence. We do a lot of work with heart. Uh, We do a lot of work with uh, coming into everybody's heart. And we actually don't talk to anyone. We ask people right away to lay down and they are listening to frequency binaural beats to reset their nervous system. Mm -hmm. After this section, you know, we do introductions, we finally welcome, and then we go into about an hour worth of deep breath journey. Now, each time is a little bit different. So we target the different aspects of us. So the physical, mental, emotional relationships, environment. And so each breath represents something else to look into open up and use the breath as the vortex to get you into that state and then start clearing it with your thoughts, with your words, with your sounds. People laugh, people cry, people, you know, it's it's all over the place when it comes to that, that hour. When we finish that, we move into manifestation. So think about it as the past, present, future when it comes to the flow. And when we manifest, uh, we dance. So we use the ancient tribes where they were dancing for everything, whatever it was rain, whatever it was, uh, you know, uh, find a new husband. I mean, they literally dance for everything. So we dance for that and we start cultivating and embracing the emotion. And then we end it with uh, meditation, this tree of life uh, process. 
as well as we have instrumentalists, singers, sound healers, drummers. I mean, it's a whole like a show uh, when you go to our signature system reset. Mm. Yeah, I've got written down here, system reset, cultivating the energy of your absolute power is how you describe it. (laughs) Where Where is that power? Where does that power come from? The power lies within us. So a lot of people think it's outside of us, but, you know, look up the the Taoist, look up the Qigong, look up Tai Chi. Everything is around uh, Qi, mana, prana, the energy, life force. Now, when we are born, we're born with this life force, which is what gives us life. And when we die, that life force is, is taken away. And this is when, you know, whatever we call it, spirit, soul, God, I mean, it really is interchangeable, love. And it's that vibration that's within us. But if we're constantly outside of our mind and if we're constantly, you know, tensed up and and being in a fight or flight state because of our stressful lives, then we don't allow that uh, vibration, that source vibration to come out and nourish us. And uh, that's, by the way, something that I've learned in the darkroom. The darkroom retreat is not just, it's not fasting. You're actually on a water. But you are uh, tapping into the source energy. And um, this is something that was pioneered by Jas Muhin, uh, who's been my mentor and I've trained under her extensively because there is other source of food that we can have that is not physical food. Mm-hmm. And that is this source, this love. Mm-hmm. So the more we allow this love to come through us, uh, more, our, more fulfilled our life is on every level. And so it's about allowing, it's about being, it's about coming to that breath and coming to that state. Yeah, just before we came on, I saw an Instagram reel as one of those um, kind of spiritual speakers of the 70s, you know, when it just sounds really cool, like in the old, like an Alan Watts type. And it, it was basically just saying how like the soul is the mini version of God. It's like a small individual, like within me, within my, um, you know my vessel shall we say well the way i describe it the way i like to see it is imagine like sources like the ocean and if we all took then a, a container and scooped up a bit of the ocean well this is my temporary vessel this is this is it gives me the illusion that we are separate because it looks very different but the same source is within us and it both comes from the wider you know so that that's how i visualize my soul being a mini a mini version of god and then and then there's a and then there's an awakening within me with that realization that actually says i'm a fractal expression of god and you're a fractal expression of god and uh and, and i think the word namaste says that the spirit in me recognizes the spirit in you and i think that's just such a beautiful way isn't it if we all could just recognize the spirit within it within us and in all and through all I think that's just a wonderful gateway of, um, you know, being able to love people, being able to act in loving service of other people, because in some way we are, we aren't disconnected. The illusion of disconnection uh, and separation just dissipates when we start to see each other as from the same source. You know, it's, it's literally, so I usually don't mention this, but the fourth part of the instant presence is literally start acknowledging the presence in, in others. And so, you know, one of my favorite things to do when I fly a lot, I sit down on a plane and I acknowledge the beings around us, the yes. beings that, 
we travel with grocery store you know what if instead of judging people we looked at them not as what they look where they're from uh what they say but actually as just the being inside of you and when you start seeing this and maybe sometimes i like to visualize people as light you know so it's just frequency because if we take these bodies down and if we take you know deconstruct everything i mean everything that separates us is just space and or air right and air is space and so when we take all that down it starts you know becoming one and you know i i also like this technology where every wave is a different spirit off of one big soul you know as the ocean and also if people want to actually get in touch where this spirit resides you know imagine an iceberg um that's inside of you know that's in the ocean but imagine that iceberg be reversed so the tip of the iceberg is is your physical body and then the vast majority of the iceberg you know that vast big part is your soul and it's right above you and so when we connect to this vast majority it can start speaking to us and um that's uh that's something called the, the psychic senses that we all have mm, i love that there's a um, imagine jerrigan's lyric that says i'm an apostrophe i'm a symbol to remember that there is more to see and i think you know even just you know i talk about in leadership settings in a very practical settings is if you just imagine that that person's an apostrophe that there's always more to see yes <laughs> with um with noah aon this, the, the words, the essence behind it, bringing people back to their center in union with others. Like, where's your heart for that? Where do, like, is this, is this life's work? Is this life's expression? And, and how did you come upon this to be your expression of your purpose? So it, it was in a cave where this idea came, came about. So Noah means movement and Aeon is all or none. And it symbolizes duality. But the main mission or goal is harmony, is to come back to center. Now, my whole life, I've been dancing between Noah, the good guy, and an Aeon, the bad guy. And uh, these, these, this dancing took me on this, you know, game of duality. And in this process, in this game, you know, I had a good days, I had a bad days. I had a good decisions and I had a very bad decisions that led me into a lot of trouble. And, you know, if you think about having two voices... You know, there is one voice in your life that continues to talk the good parts, right? It tells you to start working out and stop watching Netflix at night and, you know, maybe meet new friends. And then there is this negative voice that's telling you, let's go have a drink and then let's have another drink and let's do some drugs. And then like, you know, it takes you to the other side. Now, we can either dance and play this ping pong all life. Or we can step outside of this where we start acknowledging the beingness inside of us and inside of everyone else. And then essentially this game of duality actually is over. Like you will stop having this, this dance. And so, you know, for me, that was so important, finding this balance that I literally brought it into the name, into the meaning. Mm. And um, more we stay in this balance more we will stop having this you know crazy dance and less of these extremes will happen mm -hmm. and uh, i can see it now in my life you know i'm no longer you know dancing i was able to integrate that shadow side of myself and be able to live this this 
greater expression which keeps on unfolding and opening so much more goodness uh that i wish for everyone to have well uh, i think you've just you've just touched on a very important word that i think much of the personal development world gets or misses which is integration so many of the personal development world make an enemy of low vibes negative vibes you know good vibes only positive vibes only self-love well so love you know if people have only ever known a conditional form of love from the world why do they think that things would be any different when it comes to their self-love if they've only ever known a conditional form of love then surely they'll apply those same conditions to myself i'll only love myself when i look like i sound like i have i've got and 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 the reality is i think love is available to us now so long as we're courageous enough to look and accept and integrate the light and the dark well, you know, and that's the journey through self-transformation, right? So I think what 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 happens in this process is that most people quit the minute that they decide they want to change their life. And uh, the reason why they quit is because there is a sequence of things that wants to come out. So, you know, in that process that we were talking about, the four steps, it's literally you wake up that something is no longer working, right? You are like, okay, I'm going to make a new decision. Maybe you go to a retreat and you're like, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to, you know, do all of these other things. But then as soon as you decide to quit this job, and this is what happened to me, I walked out of the cave, I wanted to sell everything, and I literally lost everything. So after making millions of dollars for not being happy and getting me depressed, I lost all of it within the next two years. And uh, essentially, it was this process of shit, like I'm dancing again, you know. But in that dance, we have to realize that if we don't clean up, if we don't surface, if we don't look into all of these things that are not out of our highest integrity, that will you cannot simply take that into the oneness, into that beingness. You know, if you want to live outside of duality, you got to face the things that are causing you to stay in duality. And so when I let go of this, when I finally surrendered, then I had this space and time to bring new partner in my life, which I love so much now, new business partnerships and new business ideas. And so without that process of, you know, shaving all this down, there was not uh, true beingness. Mm-hmm. And um I call it the J curve. You know, it kind of happens in in everything, in business, in in uh, relationships. You know, there is that beginning phase where we fall in love and we get really excited about something new, mm-hmm. but then we don't realize it always drops down before you achieve or you go back up into the top of the J. Mm-hmm. Now, most people get freaked out. You know, there is pain, there is suffering. You have to face your husband, wife, or you know, relationships, and then they're like, okay, I'm just going back to my old route. That was just fine. I'm comfortable. Right. But that comfort is the biggest enemy when it comes to transformation, because it does begin when you move past the fear, there is love. And so at the end of it, you will be greeted with more of what you are, which is this powerful, amazing being. And um, but you got to look in, you got to go through it. And that one, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I'm out of the wars, at least. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I am. Um, I believe in the forces of good and evil, light and dark. And and I was having a conversation with a friend this morning, and um, you know, she's doing wonderful things, and but experiences the the loud voice of doubt. And, and uh, the conversation I was having is that 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 isn't you. Like the doubt and that voice isn't you. It's the enemy. Because if we start to see things from the voice of the enemy, the enemy. Look at it like this, right? 
darkness itself is not an entity. I cannot subject you to darkness. When you were in that cave, darkness wasn't something you were surrounded by. It was characterized by the absence of light. I imagine if you lit a candle or a lighter, the room would have been filled with light. Darkness would have had to have left the room because light was present. And I think our thoughts are a bit like that. I think our work is a bit like that. I think our life and our heart is a bit like that, that says that darkness only prevails in the absence of light. So what warfare, what 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 weapons does the enemy then use? Doubt, distraction, discouragement, all the things that actually stop us bringing the very thing that we're born to do in in the service of others. I think the only way the enemy wins is if it stops us believing that we have any worth and that our ideas are rubbish, we're not supposed to do these things, or we're so distracted on our phones and I think the way that we get through that, like you say, is beyond that fear, we bring it to the world in loving service of other people. And I think then so goes the ripple effect of light. Yeah, well, the action of fear is to create more fear. And right. darkness could be interchangeable with fear. And so that's why, like, more we fear, more we attract the same. Now, I do understand in those hardest moments and times, it is really hard to see the light. And, you know, and I mean, I was pretty much homeless and I didn't have food for my kids. And I, you know, literally uh, everything I touched for a period of life went to hell. <laughs> like it was not working. Mm. And essentially, you know, in that process, I had a choice, right, to go back to comfort, go back to to help or to transform, open the new door and actually transcend this, you know, fear and pain into love. And, uh, you know, and it happened and it was brutal at, at first, but, um, you know, when we stop claiming more fear, which ultimately every decision that we make is either coming from place of love or coming from place of fear. And this yeah. is why, you know, Noah Aeon, right? Yeah. And uh, if you get yourself so round up in fear, you know, it's going to be really hard to see love. And this is when, you know, some people that are on the streets and people that are really far down, they sometimes have to go that down because they've been avoiding that light for so long. And so I think, you know, the good news is like life can only get so bad before, you know, it turns around. And this is when surrender, this is when breath, this is when really finding those tools like system reset and many, many more that, that are gifted to us become so handy. And this is when, through this time, you know, educating yourself and motivating yourself with, you know, good community and that it will eventually pass because it has to. And it's all about law of resonance. You know, longer you stay in that, you know, vision beyond the clouds, you know, faster it's going to start uh, becoming light. I'm enjoying this conversation. It's just um, a big characteristic of what you said then is faith, isn't it? Because so many people believe because they see. I, I believe in you know this table because I can touch it. But so often, I mean, even Jesus says that blessed are those who believe without seeing. And like in our darkest of days when things don't look, you know, our, our ability to surrender trust and to continue to believe that best days are ahead of us, that the universe loves us, is is got our backs, is... That's an act of faith because we are believe, choosing to believe without seeing. And as old JC says 2,000 years ago, you'll be blessed. 
you know, you'll be blessed. You'll you'll eventually see those things. Why? Because you first believed they were possible. Yeah. And, you know, and it's so funny, right? Like life is actually so simple when we stop complicating it, you know, because if you think of life, right, it's the thoughts you're thinking, it's the words you're saying, it's the action you're making that becomes, that creates the character you're living. And so if you just look back and just pause right here, right now, and start writing down the thoughts that you have about yourself, about your neighbor, about your life, and you just simply pause, rewrite these thoughts. And I took years to do that until I start finally thinking the thoughts that I wanted to think of myself. Then, you know, you start having the right words. You start saying it to your friends and claiming it out loud. And then you follow the actions because a lot of people miss that part because they think that being, you know, yes, you want to be in a state. But if you just go into the other opposite spectrum where you become so spiritual that the spirituality is going to bring you everything home, then that's that's another, you know, miss. I think there is that there is that story about a helicopter uh, when when somebody was seeking help and then, you know, it was there, but then didn't think that God could bring helicopter. <laughs> it's just, the, <laughs> you know, some of it. But uh, essentially. You know, it's uh, this is when, you know, all faith or all religions, I mean, they're quite simple when when we go to the root and ignore the fear, ignore the, the limitations of the human mind that also has been, you know, imposed to this world. You said something earlier around the word balance. And so you've been through this journey where you've had a lot, you've then lost it. And and, and this period of, of, of transformation and, and integration that follows how do you now find balance between a, a demanding work schedule, the expression of your work, finances, money, family, health and well-being? You know, all these things are drawing upon your energies in different directions. Like, is balance is balance something that you find? Is it? Uh, I like to think balance is more of a verb. It's something that we do in in movement. Like, how do you find that d- degree of peace and balance? Well, when you own your life, when you own your time, you own your life. And so what's really important is is building schedule, right? Ahead. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, I I've overbooked myself with 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 us. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you know, where yeah. I was doing seven events in four days in London and literally just on a crazy sequence, you know, schedule. And so so it doesn't always work. Let's let's start with that. <laughs> now, now when I do Yes, what I do strive in is so when I have a week, days on a tour, it's just jam packed. I mean, I increase the amount of supplements, increase the amount of, you know, uh, recharge, meditation, breath work. I mean, it's 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 all equal to the, that expenditure. Now, when I weave off, I go into a more standard lifestyle and I, you know, created a schedule that's very well versed. So generally, you know, it all starts with one to two hours in the morning of of self-time and whatever this is, exercise, meditation, breath work, prayers, uh, you know, manifestation. How do I want my day to be? You know, that will be like the first part of the day. Uh, The second part of the day, uh, usually if I'm with kids, they go to school, you know, prepare them, spend some time with them. And if I'm not with kids, it would uh, go into a work mode. So for about five to six hours a day is when I have a full focus time on just just that piece. Uh, in the midst of the day, I always 
strive um, to have a time with 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 Ferry, with with my um, partner, as well as in the afternoon, I love having time for creativity, uh, as well as time for education. So every single day, I bring and find at least an hour to to continue, uh, you know, educating myself, mm. as well as to spend one hour on my passion. Um, when I go to towards the end of the day, then there is a more connection and time with family, as well as silence and nature. Uh, I, I spend every day time in, in nature. And I use something called eight point luscious lifestyle. I teach this to our high achievers or in our retreats, in our workshops. Mm. And it's a very simple, you know, and eight points I follow that helps your frequency to stay high, you know, all the time. Now, in this, uh, you know, process, uh, what I have had to define is my passion, my purpose, and legacy. So the way I spend time is either on myself uh, or with work or, or life mission and or relational relationships, family, friends. And so that's kind of like that triangle when I build the time of where I want to put my focus to. Now, what I've noticed is, uh, you know, every single aspect of ourselves has to be refueled separately. So physical body, you know, well, nutrition, healthy nutrition, you know, organic, grass-fed, uh, fasting, sleep, supplements, everything that goes into the body. Then the mental body, you know, we don't realize that if we eat uh, media and if we eat constant, you know, clutter, that also fuels us. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like eating junk food in a physical body. Mm -hmm. So we have to eat the right food for the mental body. Then we've got emotions, and this is when we forget about this quite a bit in life, because our emotional body gets refueled when we spend time in timelessness. So when we create, when we dance, when we uh, maybe learn a new skill, uh, it actually helps us move into timelessness, which refuels our emotional body. And then we have the spiritual body, which uh, communicates with us through the inner hearing, seeing, feeling, and knowing. And essentially, that that gift to be able to hear, see, and feel happens with uh, meditation. You know, taking time to communicate, ask the questions, and and listen in. And when we listen in, we gotta follow these instructions. So we build that muscle with the spiritual. And I call this the me we be model. By the way, so the me is the body, mind, soul, emotions, which is the individual consciousness that I constantly, you know, transform, operate on and work through these cycles. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the we, which is the collective consciousness. That's your friendships, that's the environment. And that could be even as little as, you know, what is the air you're breathing? What are frequencies? Mm -hmm. You know, today's we're getting bombarded by EMFs from everywhere. And there's so much science proving how it's damaging our health, but yet, People don't, you know, see it, so they don't fully believe it. Uh, and then you've got the B, which is the ultimate expression that's coming back to essence, the God inside of each and every one of us. And it's the, it's the supra consciousness. It's how did we get here? You know, if we know that this universe was created 13.5 billion years ago, like how big of an effect did actual individual me had on this large aspect? So me, we, and be the three essential components. And then when I use the four-step process, I operate and transform on all these levels because that's uh, in a simple form what makes up who we are.
What's that was a long story. No, that was great. <laughs> I was just letting that simmer, just letting that percolate for people that are listening. Um, what sort of stuff inspires you? What 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 sort of things do you like to learn about? So uh, a little bit of everything. So I, I am on uh, so much with, with in the biohacking space still. Mm-hmm. So I still teach a lot about nutrition and diet. And for example, tomorrow I have a full day uh, workshop with uh, some of the most prominent CEOs of Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. And so I literally, you know, had to stay on my on top of my my, you know, <laughs> work. Yeah. And so there is that biohacking part. I definitely continue uh, learning more about breathwork and Vedas and ancient stuff as well as relationship and and how to also improve, you know, the relationship that we have. So it really is, you know, all the levels that I've uh, described, uh, I want to learn more in each aspect. So I continue, you know, expressing this this great version of, of myself. Uh, our audience are familiar with the term biohacking. We had Tim Gray on the show last year. But what's biohacking mean to you? Well, uh, so, okay, in that case, I can, I will speak from a different angle. So essentially, you know, those that know biohacking, right, there's the term that was defined by Dave Asprey and uh, the father of biohacking, who I've worked with extensively uh, from from the Upgrade Labs to to Bulletproof Media team. But uh, to me, it actually, what I've noticed in the biohacking world um, I, I get asked, what is my most favorite biohack? And I actually say to unhack because uh, we tend to outsmart ourselves with uh, data, with mm-hmm. science. And, you know, what is science? You know, it's so subjective. And, you know, most science is done on men. And most science is done by uh, companies having a interest in what the result is. So, you know, our society imprints us to only believe science because the superpowers want to curate the science so they have a way to show us what to believe in. Mm. Now, that is not cool mm. on any level. And so there's only one inner science, uh, science, which is getting in touch with this higher aspect of you that knows everything beyond any science. So to biohack is to figure out the right amount of balance for every cell of your being, whatever is the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relational, and then use that methodology for yourself because it's the science of self that only matters because there's no one other person that's like you. There's no one person that will react exactly just like you ever. So if we can tune in, connect, start listening and paying attention to these uh this guy in the guidance then that's to me biohacking <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for that i um i used to pride myself on being a man of science and logic and reasoning and answers and facts i just was i guess i was a kid that needed to know the answers right and and i, I think the irony is that um science is simply the pursuit of god science is simply the pursuit of truth and god is truth and yet what we see modern days is that uh, science can so often be funded. I think funded science is simply marketing and propaganda. Literally, you know, and it's funny, like, like, and it is, and is this, well, science is catching up. So quantum, 
uh, yep. science is, 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 you know, getting there, they're starting to prove, you know, God and existence and, and light and frequencies and sound. And so, so that, that is starting to get a little bit, you know, uh, greater over here, but, uh, but the traditional conventional science, yeah, yeah it's so subjective. Uh, I just want to go on a different, um, train of thought if you're okay to go here I just what does it mean you know for you to be a man in in today's world what's your experience of masculinity and and being a man particularly in the the kind of personal development uh, biohacking um you know breathwork space what's your what's your belief around kind of what it means to be a man in 2023 well it's 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 a great question because so many men are suffering with with this and i think uh again what society is doing right whatever its expression of emotion is is you know been denied as well as overblown as something that's you know a weakness and also then you've got the opposite spectrum where so many so many men are becoming so feminine that they you know don't get in touch with with the balance and so i think what what it means to be a man in today's world is to find balance between their their feminine and masculine and be a, be in a masculine when it's required, but also take time to be in feminine when mm. it's required. And I think that's a lot of times the the machos of this world uh, are at the end of the macho. If you peeled all the onion, I mean, they're just kids, right? We're we're just men are just kids that want to have fun and want to be heard and 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 play too. And so I think this is why you know, dancing and, and art and things that are much more of the feminine nature uh, have been such a great path for me because I find myself to be flowing, to be intuitive. Yeah. But then when I need to get shit done yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. build a plan, then I go into my masculine. Yeah. And so, you know, there is time, right, where we need to also nourish ourselves and refuel our masculine and feminine. And so it's all about how you spend time, which determines, you know, which part you're using. I love that. One key part of what your message is all about is about bringing people, you know, into this unity, this this, this degree of unity. And before we're able to do that with others, we must first do that within ourselves. So I love the way that you've just described that balance of masculine and feminine within ourselves to begin with, finding that unity in it as expression. Because you're right, you know, as as partners and as parents, as fathers, you know, we need to be able to hold space for the the emotions of our, you know, partners and our children. You know, I, I understand that we can't meet, you know, our, our partners just need to feel seen and heard and, and held rather than us to fix their problems, right? And how do we do that if we aren't comfortable with emotion? You know, so we have to be, we can't meet them any further than the depths that we've met ourselves. So that's where the feminine comes in. It's that learning. Who am I? What do I care about? What's my heart? Like, crack that open, like what's my playful side and 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 we, we can't make space for that in our families if if we're not able to go there ourselves well and you know what's so interesting so what i found with 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 my partner is that there there is when you are in relationships and that could be a business partnership it really matters not if it's a love relationship or not but uh when she goes into her masculine oh, too much overly and then i'm in my masculine we then butt hurt like there is not polarity there's no balance yeah. but then when i bring when 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 i stay in my masculine and then allow her right to like drop in her feminine all of a sudden you know there is a balance 
Now, if you are too long with someone constantly and you don't have that time to replenish and restore in your masculine and in her feminine, then you can neutralize uh, your 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 space, and that is when you know lack of attraction and there is not there is not that drive, right? So it's really an, an interesting dance of being in in that to learn how to really you know navigate that. But once you do, it's it's really beautiful what it can you know what can happen in that flow. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if we spend too long in the opposites, uh, we're both probably not showing the healthiest expression of those. You know, if I'm too much in my feminine, it's probably becoming too needy. And if she's becoming too much masculine, it's becoming too bossy. And, it, and it's just learning, actually, where's our where's our natural state? Where's our healthy zone? And Because uh, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to come in union and relationship with others, contributing to the mosaic, whatever it is that we've been gifted. And it's like that comes with the good and the bad and the flaws, the light and the dark, the yin, the yang. And it's like, here's my fractal expression of of what I'm bringing. Yeah. And again, it's awareness, right? So like if you're not aware that that person is acting a certain way because of the way that they're currently their frequency is, right? Like imagine that like we start noticing when somebody is not doing well, when somebody is acting out, that means something is in disbalance in their life. And so what if we just took a moment and instead of judging them and fighting back and and, and meeting them where they at, we stay where we are, we stay in our frequency and then we help them to see, okay, what do you need help with? How can I support you? And I think imagine in a company cultures and in in um in in our relationships when we don't go into that offset and give the power to that problem, we actually take the breath, relax, you know, surrender through it, surrender through the emotion, and help that person see that no, you are love too. It's okay, you know, to not be okay, and you know, things shift immediately. I could talk to you all afternoon, my friend, uh, but I want to be super respectful of your time. Uh, we tried to make this conversation happen a couple of times. I believe in timing. I believe in destiny. I think this conversation's happened at exactly the time it was supposed to. I've really enjoyed it. And I know that our listeners will have massively uh, loved hearing from you. Where can they connect with you? Where can they find out more about the the great work that you're doing in the world? Yeah, thank you so much for also the work that you're doing, because I think it's right. such an important part uh, to uh you know create this vortex for people for change so thank you and uh you can find me at uh noahaon.com uh, so it's n-o-a-a-o-n.com and uh, uh noah aon official for social media mm -hmm. and uh you know we always give a lot through through these uh sessions so we'll make sure we'll have a podcast we'll have a link uh for you that will give you a free on-demand access to our library where you can find system reset, breath work, meditation. It will give you, you know, that whole nine yards. Beautiful. Thank you, my friend. That's really good. I'll add all the links in the show notes. And um, you said the words earlier, you said passion, purpose, and legacy. And I have a word here at Always Better than Yesterday. It's, it's akin to kind of legacy, and it's called heart print. And for me, heart print represents like the the ripple effect, the one degree of possibility that we create in other people, you know, the the transformation that all of a sudden, because of whatever we've done with someone, new things have emerged and transformations have become possible. I'd just love for you to just take a moment, Pavel, and just just think a little bit about what you think your heartbreak might be. 
well, it, I mean, it comes right away. It's it's really the, the unity. It's really that um, connection. And it's really the the end of separation, end of judgment. And um, it's been, you know, since I was born, my thing has been how do we unify the world one person at a time through interaction, through simple smile. It doesn't have to be much. So it's really been that oneness. <laughs> Mm, I love that. Thank you for your heart, my friend. I appreciate you. And I'd be honored if you leave us a final thought from your good self. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's an interesting journey, whatever you might be. And I think uh, what's important to understand is to rediscover that journey to begin with. And I think when you take that time to unhook, just promise me one thing. You go for a weekend in a cabin or somewhere, whatever you might be in the world, and take that time to rediscover who you are. And if you can do that, commit to that, things will shift immediately. But it has to be by yourself, no phone. you got to be on your own and write. <laughs> mm, that's a great call to action. Pavel, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much as well. <laughs> As I mentioned at the very start of this episode, Pavel has been super gracious and given us free access, the Always Better Than Yesterday community, free access to a system reset experience. So here you go. Get yourself comfortable. Make sure you've got some good headphones and put yourself in a place where you can express yourself. Pavel says you can do this solo or in a group, but don't do it in water or whilst you're driving. You're about to experience the system reset, which was what Pavel um, came into the world with the creation of following his 10-day um, darkness retreat. That's when the name Noah Aeon was birthed, the Noah Aeon movement, and it's designed to combine ancient tools, modern technology, and cutting-edge science to give people like us the tools to come back to our best selves in every aspect. He has also given a couple of extra gifts as well. He's given access to the free on-demand library for 30 days. Be sure to check that out in the links. Um, and also 30% off his WaveGuard products and transformational courses with the code ABTY. Get the full details in the show notes. That's head to his website, Noah Aon, um, and check out all the good stuff that's available there. Use the code ABTY to get your discount, and you get free access to his on-demand library for 30 days. What a gracious human being. What an incredible gift. And here you go. You get to experience the system reset compliments of Pavel himself. Enjoy, my friends. Beautiful humans, welcome to the signature system reset exercise here today with Noah Aeon. I don't know about you, but everybody deserves and needs a little reset every once in a while. This exercise is properly used at any point of time during the day when you're sitting or laying down and you just need a reset. The way it works, we're going to be activating three of our energy centers, pushing the energy up. And then at the end of it, we're going to do that system reset exercise. That being said, it's time to start. The way it works is we're going to inhale deeper than we exhale, powering up those energy supplies. Whatever you are, let's start breathing. Belly, chest, inhale, and let it go on exhale. Feel it fully in. Keep on breathing at your pace. 
whatever feels right for you, I want you to be yourself. I want you to move around, make a sound, whatever it is, just be it, embrace it. This is your time to reset. Keep on breathing deeper and deeper, faster and faster. Make sure that you follow this deep saturation with each inhale and just let it go on exhale. For the next 15 seconds, can you speed it up? Let's go. Feel that energy of yourself and yourselves coming in and out. Final 10. Give me even more. Fully in. Final five. Everything that's left in the tank, give it to me now. Three, two, and one. Inhale. Hold your breath and squeeze your bathroom muscle. Just hold it right there, squeezing it. First energy center grounding you down, activating, rebalancing, re-harmonizing, pushing that energy up to your head, to the base of your spine, and feel. Center in. Anchor down. Exhale. Second round. Back to the breath. Whatever you are, I would like to ask you to breathe in deeper, letting it go on exhale slower. Fully in. Keep on generating energy. Keep on generating power. Keep on breathing in deeper than you're exhaling. Fully in. Let it out. Keep on working with your body, with your spine, working with that beautiful, powerful self that you are. Keep on going further and further. Breathe deeper, breathe faster for the next 15 seconds, whatever is left. It's your time to reset. Let's go. Fully in. Feel that energy. Feel that rush. Feel that power. Final five. Four. Three, two, and one. Inhale. Hold your breath and this time squeeze your lower abdomen. Hold it right there. Squeezing it and pushing the energy up base of your spine into the top of your head. Feel. If you want to feel this little motion of swirling around you, feel it. Sense it. That vortex of energy that's always there. We just have to tap into Three, two, squeeze it even further, and one, exhale. Back to the third round and the final round. So let's breathe even deeper. This time I would like to ask you to breathe in and out of your mouth. Keep on generating power. Each oxygen converts into energy power up of all of your mitochondria keep on converting keep on generating keep on being deeper and deeper in touch with who you are go further go faster go stronger keep on breathing and in and out Allow for the next 15 seconds to do not leave anything behind. Breathe in deeper. Breathe in faster. Generate. Generate. Final 10. Whatever is left in that tank, keep on going further and further for the five, four, three, two, and one. One final deep inhale. Hold your breath on inhale and squeeze your upper abdomen. 
hold it there at the lower abdomen and also the bathroom muscle all three of the energy centers activated harmonizing and pushing the energy up to the top of your head sense the divinity the energy the power in and out keep on squeezing it a little bit further for the next three two one let it go feel reset and just like your mind is the software your body is your hardware and the way we like to talk to our hardware is simple coding the way it works is we're gonna code the water systems in our body with a new information you want to tap your point finger and your thumb together and just simply state system reset from your mind the software down to your body the hardware and the water systems of your body that carry information all scientifically backed system reset back to baseline now system reset back to baseline now and wait for the response sense it and if you wish to add system reset perfect health now system reset perfect health now and the last one system reset perfect balance now however you like to reset for you at the right pace and time it is all up to you i am so happy and grateful to be here with you today and see you next time Hey, my friends, thank you for making it to the end. I hope that our time spent together today has left you a little bit better than before you push play. I'd really appreciate if you just took a moment to leave a review to allow me to meet more people where they are and hopefully leave them a little bit better too. If you're curious to know how I, through Always Better Than Yesterday, can serve you, your team, your organisation, then head to alwaysbetterthanyesterday.com to connect. And while you're there, let me know one or two things that you're going to do as a result of listening to this conversation. I absolutely love hearing your thoughts, your reflections and the things that this spark in your own heart and mind. If you want more insights from my heart and mind, I do send out short episodes on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. And again, I hope that they serve you well. I appreciate you listening. I'm Ryan Hartley, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, a podcast for heart-centered leaders just like you. Keep leading, my friends. Always love.